Hey, Tigers fans. Is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work. For a full list of services, check out www. DelcoCleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, the reliable source for all your cleanout needs. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Twelve minutes remaining in this contest with Ridley leading 21-14, but Marple Newtown with the football. At its own 45, first and 10. It's a handoff to Sanders. Oh, that's a clothesline right there. He goes across the mid-50, close to a first down. But, yes, he was given a forearm shiver right in the neck by the Ridley tackler. That brought back memories of the longest yard right there. (laughs) Bob Herbin with Steve Franchise Reynolds and Dennis Reardon here for the fourth quarter. Again, un, un, absolutely unnecessary. You could, there's better ways to hit a young man like that and to stop him than to just give him a forearm right in the chin. And they're going to call it a face mask. Not sure if it was intentional or not. He stuck his arm out there. Looked like he grabbed the face mask. We'll take it if you're the Tigers. And there we go. First and ten at Ridley's 43-yard line. No men split wide. The give is to Sapness again, but Ridley's defense swarms him for a loss. Lewis Harrison was ready for that play as he comes from the middle linebacker position and stuffs Adrian Sapness for a loss of yardage. Steve, I'm starting to get a little bit of a weird feeling here. It reminds me back in the old days at Veterans Stadium. Games would go late into the night. There'd be nobody at them after a lengthy rain delay. All of a sudden, the bleachers would start to fill back up and people would start to pile in and look for that late victory. Give me a goose. Why you tell me that? <laughs> 11 minutes remaining. Fourth quarter. Ball spotted on the near side at the 45. The handoff is to Adrian Sapness again right up the middle, and he is driven backwards after generously a yard or so. And again, number 33, Lewis Harrison in on the tackle there. So Ridley is expecting that run by Sapness. He's done a good job and stuffed a few plays here and there, but for the most part has picked up a good chunk of yardage for this Marlboro Town team. Third down here, got Marcus Weathers in, who's almost had a full game dating back to last game under his belt. So be interesting if Coach Hunter has him uh, put this in the air. Nick Rhodes slotted to the near, to the far side, excuse me. Weathers back. He's going to roll out. He rears back. He throws. He's got Rhodes. He peels off a defender and catches the ball at the 27-yard line. It's fumbled. It's picked up. Going in for the touchdown is Marple Newtown. Amazing. Amazing play to follow up by his offensive compatriot and to run the rest of the way. Wow. It's going to go into the books apparently as a 44-yard connection. But how do you who, draw? How do you draw that one up? Who picked that up? I know it was Cunningham. A, Cunningham picked up. So, Dave, uh, not Davis. Uh, Weather steps back. Thank you. Weather steps back. It's a nice block by his halfback. Throws it to his man. It looked like the cornerback stumbled. Rhodes caught it. Fought a couple tackles. Someone popped it loose. And Cunningham was in the right spot at the right time. And just shows you never give up on a play. Talk about a, a Picks play, it up and scores a touchdown. Talk about a play where everything goes wrong from the get-go. 
And the extra point is spotted, kicked up, and good. Weathers threw that off his back foot into the air. Nothing on it. It's caught. What did I tell you, boys? The defender slips or, or misreads the route. The ball's fumbled, picked up by another member of Marple Newtown, and right in for the touchdown. So here we go. With 10-14 remaining in this fourth quarter, we are tied 21-21. And, Dennis, just to get back to your last point about the vet, the one thing I miss about the vet is that eerie pea soup fog that would drift in. It's almost during, one of those nights during, here. During the humid nights of June, July, and August. That's right. When anything could happen and uh, a pitcher could hit a ball 450 feet for a home run. I told you I'm getting that eerie feeling here tonight. It's just sensing it. I could see Steve Reynolds bobbing in his chair over there. He knows what, it, what it's like to beat a Ridley football team. And I'll, I'll tell you, too, that last play, you saw Weathers roll out to the perimeter. Huge block by Marcos Catrakazis as, as the guy kind of peeled off the edge. Marcos turned around and picked him up right before he got to the quarterback, and that was big. Gave him that extra second to launch that ball out there to Rhodes. Absolutely. Marcos has been doing it all year. He's the really the leader of this football team, working so hard in the offseason, and really a vocal leader, also by example. And as you said, a great block by him to uh, set that play off. And as I told these guys before the game, these seniors, they haven't made right now. It's senior night. You're playing a Ridley team that not many Marple teams have beaten. They have an opportunity to do it tonight. Hey, why not stick this one right into the turf at 20 yards and then let the dog pile sort out who's going to come up with the football as the kickoff is Oh, low. he's down. He's down. And Malik Jones stumbled at about the 17-yard line and had his knee down in order to secure the football and can go no further. So there we go. Ridley with its worst field position of the entire second half now, facing 83 yards for a touchdown. This is Marple Newtown's defense must be licking its chops right now. All I can say right now is momentum. Marple Newtown has momentum here, and they can't let it up here on defense. I'm sure Coach Orpala is going to continue to bring the pressure here. We have a news flash here. Cell phone service is down. All the students are texting their friends to get in their car and get over to the stadium. <laughs> this is uh, this is turning out to be a great game here. Four wide receivers once again for Ridley. One man in the backfield for Colin Wright. Jones in motion. Wright is back. He's being chased. Oh, he's going deep over the middle. He's got a man wide open. Borchard and Borchard just drops it. He was home free at the 42-yard line of Marple Newtown. All he had to do was bring it in, and he was gone, but it fell right through his hands. That could have been bad for the Tigers' defense. His Borchert beat the defensive backfield there, but you know you get some breaks in a game, and that's uh, a break that Marple Newtown is going to take here. This is going to be a second down and 10. As he did in the second quarter, Borchert broke free and scored from 50 yards out on a catch and run from right. But this time... The brakes went Marple Newtown's way. Steve, I'd look for Noah Turner off the edge here. That would be huge getting that backfield. Three wide receivers this time. One man backfield is Strand Young, and he's tackled behind the line of scrimmage. There you go. As uh, Coach Ropala sends it, uh, A.J. Cunningham, and he, him and Catcher Katsis and others looked like uh, number 55, uh, DeCamillo, all in the play there. So great job. Talking about Noah Turner, I love him as a player. He's, as a young kid, as you said, great character, great typical body size of a defensive end. Um, and he's just going to, you know, as a sophomore, he's just going to keep improving and get better at that position. He has the potential to play college football, as Without you know. a doubt. Third and 12 now. Ridley backed up at its own 14-yard line. 
three wide receivers set this time. Four wide receivers. Three to the far side, one to the near side, and Wright is being chased. He's running. He's across the 10. He's across the 15 to 20. He's knocked out of bounds, shy of the 25, and I don't think it was really intentional, but a continuation of the chase, but unfortunately that is going to be called a late hit. So Ridley will have slightly better field position after the penalty call. It's hard to tell the Tiger defender is running full speed or not. Nonetheless, it's going to be 15 tacked on here. We're going to hear from the ref. Dead ball. Personal foul on the defense. 15-yard penalty. Tacked on to the end of the run. First down. I don't think the student section agree with that call, Steve. Nah, it's a, it's a nice hard hit inbounds or not yet. It's always good to get those hits on the, on the quarterback, but... You, make sure, make you want to make sure they're clean. Yeah, right. You want to make sure that they're on the other, on the other side of the, of the chalk. <laughs> so Ridley takes over now. First and ten at its own 43 wide receivers. And Jones, the lone man in the backfield. The give goes to Jones. He's across the 40. And he's taken down shy of the 45. You get that long stretch handoff. You, you've seen the NFL from like Peyton Manning. And it uh, gives to Jones up the middle for about five. The yards there. The Tigers bring him down here. So the Tigers have to let that play go at 15 yards, get back on defense, and uh, make a stop here. That was D. Camillo filling that gap there. All 150 pounds of them there at middle linebacker. There you, go. you can't teach height, but you can teach heart. And you can teach a way to be smart about the way you use that height and weight. The nephew, if I'm not mistaken, of teacher uh, Miss Lawyer Work. That's right. We won't hold that against him. <laughs> And the clock continues to bleed away. 8:24 to go. We have a new man under center. It is number seven, Jake Hoffman, five Watch foot for seven. A run here, maybe. It's a fake pitch. And the ball. the ball is loose. The ball is loose. There are three Marple Newtown players on on the bottom of the pile. Two Ridley players on top of the pile. And Marple Newtown comes up with the football. Gino DiCamillo with that. And as I said, one of the keys of the game is to make big plays, force turnovers. And, yeah, they've done it the second time. They've done it tonight here. But it was a fake pitch inside handoff. Kind of a hard play to really, you know, grasp. And he fumbled at Marble Newtown's ball in great field position. Look yeah. at the pep in the step right now. Kids are getting right up on the ball. And speaking of pep in the step and oxygen in the lungs, that's our executive producer, Jim Alsman, making his pleasure known at that defensive stop. All right, good move here. Coaches settle them down. They look a little unorganized there over the ball. Guys seem to be lined up out of position. And we have a timeout in the field. 8-11 to go. Game tied at 21. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from them. Back to live action. First and ten from Marple Newtown. Weathers goes back. He's got a man deep. Oh. Incomplete. 
as a pair of number ones, Malik Jones and Nick Rhodes, collided around the 25-yard line. Rhodes tries to make a play on it. He turns his body around, nearly has it there as he sticks an arm out, but good coverage there by Jones uh, for the Raiders. So it's going to bring up a second down on the incomplete pass. Eight minutes to go, tie ball game. He can't ask for a better thing here, senior night here for uh, for this Marple Newtown team. Oh, Marple Newtown did look a little skittish, a little uh, overtaken by the emotion and passion of the moment. Came out of the timeout. Now they've settled down a little bit more. Rhodes is back in, split to the far side. Cunningham in motion. The usual suspects in the backfield. Weathers under center. The give is to Rosborough. Rosborough. He tries to sneak back across the right hash mark, gets across the 45 and maybe one or two more. Number 57, Tim Rudy, and number 20, Ryan Doherty, in on the tackle for the Raiders, but a nice sweet play to Rosborough, the senior, as we talked about earlier, and he picks up a uh, good good yardage there, third and seven, a more manageable third down play here. Seven. Depending on what they get here, could be four down territory or Mark Mutel will want to punt it away, play some field position. Here, big one here. It's a generous three. They need to get two. Somewhere between the 36 and 37 yard line. 7.24 remaining, 7.23 to go. The pitch is to Hoff. He tries to get outside. He's running the wrong direction backwards. Ridley gets him back at the 47-yard line. So not exactly where you want to be. Borsher in on the tackle there. Uh, and they go with the jet play, the jet sweep as uh, Hoff came in motion, got the handoff, quick handoff from Weathers there. With that loss of yardage, Coach Jonta, I would think, and he is going to send Kyle Kelly out on the field to punt it away. Pooch punt. Down either of the sidelines, pin Ridley deep. Yeah, play, punt it away, play good defense. Malik Jones and Matt Borchert back moderately deep, each one moving back and forth across the 25-26 yard line. And the punt will go right out of bounds at about the 18-yard line. So once again, excellent execution, making Ridley work for it. As we have six minutes and 33 seconds to go in a tie game at 21-21. And as we have a little break here, Dennis, just talk about coaching staff, some new additions as well as uh, Coach Oropalo and some guys. Absolutely, it's a good point. Uh, I tell you, Steve, I do a lot of time talking to the kids. The vibe I get from the team, even though the season hasn't gone the way they want wins and losses, is they're really excited by the new additions to the staff, and they're, they understand they've had injuries and they're a young team. 14. Right back. And it is on the far sideline at about the 24-yard line. Incomplete. The it hit call. the turf. It, it is incomplete. So, Steve, getting back to your point, you have Salor Apollo joins the staff with tons of years of experience at Academy Park. His son, Nate, joins the staff just graduating from Lycoming, where he was a scholar, scholar athlete there. And then you have Isaac Jones, who got a cup of coffee in the National Football League. I think you've heard of that before. Yep. At wide receiver. Second and ten from the 18. Right under center right now, two-man backfield. One to the near side, one to the far side of the receivers. The handoff goes to Strand Young once again. He goes across the 20, but no further. It looks like Cunningham and others hit on the tackle as he trips up the ball carrier. Uh, Strand Young here. So a big third down play here. Marlboro Newtown needs to make a stand here, get off the field, and uh, have Ridley punted away. You know, all the pressure right now on Ridley. And if Marble can stop him here, six 
six, five minutes and counting to go. This is set up perfectly for this wing T offense to chew up some clock exactly. and put a score in the end zone. Do you, do you think something in the flat here? Uh, yeah, I think they're, I, I would definitely think they're going to pass here. Maybe a, a quick shot to the receiver and have him break a few tackles. Two man backfield, three men wide out. Right is back. He gets out of trouble, but then throws the ball away with nobody anywhere near that pass. It was chucked out of bounds on the far sideline, about the 35-yard line. And so here we go. Marple Newtown will get the ball back with plenty of time. And credit goes to this defensive backfield. They had some struggles early in the season, but they've done a great job against a Ridley team who loves to pass the ball. And right there, there was a great coverage by the Tigers as they're going to punt the ball away. And uh, this wing T offense is going to come on the field and try to put a score. Barring disaster, they will have a very short field to work with. And the punt is away. It is a good punt, a long punt, a deep punt. Takes a fortuitous Ridley bounce at the 40 down across the 35, the 30, the 25, and all the way to the 21. Excellent job by Ridley's punter there. Yeah, maybe not a great decision by the returner, but... As I said, 5.23 to go. You're the ball to 20. Senior night. These teams got to understand. Let's put together an 80-yard drive here. This is Ridley, as I said. Only a handful of Marple Newtown teams have beat Ridley. Let's see what you got. Five minutes is plenty of time here to go 80 yards, chew up clock, and put points on the board. Although I can hardly fault Sapness looking up into that uncertain sky with the lights in his face and three Ridley defenders bearing down on him. He is he bobbles that ball one bit. It could spell worse disaster than just having the ball yeah. down at the twenty one. So not a you know, pr- pr- pretty much a smart decision by him. Key here, boys, is gonna be picking up yards on first down to stay out of the obvious pass like third and long. Handoff will go to Hoff. And he gets Looks like number 67 in on the tackle for the Green Raiders of Ridley. And that, um, don't have that number on the uh, roster. But nonetheless, uh, ball carry gets the ball sadness. He picks up a few yards there. So a second down play here. And a gain positive. But the more yardage you gain, the more positive it is. That was Tim Rudy on the stop. Thank you, Dennis. Just inside, five minutes to go, fourth quarter. Second and eight from the 23. It's again, no wide receivers here. Three running backs. Weathers under center. He tips it out to Hoff. He's going off tackle to the left. He's across the 25, close to the 30. Close to the first down, so it will be third and short coming up. Steve, talk to me about Hoff. You see the patience he has running out wide. He seems to be more comfortable going to the perimeter. Do you think sometimes he might be better off cutting some of those up a little bit sooner? Sometimes he wants to use his speed a little more, but as I've seen throughout this year, he will follow his blockers. And you know, I'm not comparing him to this guy, Shady McCoy, but as you see in the NFL, he he, he he's a patient runner, and Hoff is a very patient runner will follow his blocks. Third down and one. Four minutes to go. Fourth quarter. Three-man backfield again. Weathers rolls out and he is plowed under by a trio of Ridley tacklers back at the 20. Don't know what he's going for there. Don't know what the vision was. Nobody was open. And it's unfortunate he had to take a sack for that much of a loss of yardage. And that's a shame. That's going to stall the drive there. And the punting team's going to have to go. Kyle Kelly's going to have to get a good punt. He's been good all season long with nice punts. Uh, so if he can get a nice punt off here, 
trade field position, there's still a good amount of time here for Ridley to get something on offense. Uh, Borchert and Malik Jones back. Borchert in front of the 50-yard line. Jones in the back of the 40-yard line. There's Kelly's punt. It's off the side of the foot. Comes down to Borchert at the 45. He takes off a tackle at the 40, 35, 30. And he's down around the 27-yard line. So Ridley now with a chance to seize that momentum and snap back. With the best field position of the entire contest coming up with 3.07 remaining. Defense coming back on the field here. Got to shake off that last possession on offense after a sack. And they got to keep playing good defense if they have all uh, all half. Body, body, soul, and brains 120% right now. As Ridley into their set. Two-man backfield. Three wide receivers to the far side. Strand Young gets the ball again, and he gets maybe a yard or two. DiCamillo firing in there low at at the ankles. First as well, and I was about to say before that play, watch inside. Don't be fooled by really in shotgun and spreading the ball out. They'll run inside, try to pick up some uh, extra yards there with the defense spread out. So Marple's got to play the run and pass in in this situation. Strand Young once again in the backfield with Sean Hackett. Wide out. Looks like they're going four wide receivers, three tight to the near side. And it's Strand Young again. He tries to get to the outside, breaks a tackle at the 25. He gets to the 20, still on his feet, across the 15 and out of bounds. Inside the red zone here, but the clock now stops with 2.21 remaining. Now the defense is in a tough position here. you got 2.21 to go. Not sure what the kind of leg is on Ridley, but right now Ridley's thinking, Coach Decker's thinking, to put the ball in the end zone, don't rely on your kicker. So does Marple let it play out, use timeouts to keep some time on the clock? It's a tough position here, but he should have to make a stop. It's as simple as that. Well, Ridley can get one first down. The ball is placed on the 11-yard line. But you have to think they're going to be they're thinking end zone all the way. Two twenty remaining. First and ten for Ridley. Ball is snapped. Once again, it's the Strand Young, and he is in for the touchdown all too easily. And as easy as that was, it's not horrible. Uh, they score quick. You have two sixteen to go. If that clock would have kept churning, they scored maybe a minute to go. Would have been a lot more difficult here. So. Marple needs to get this point here. I know Coach Junt is yelling out there, get the point, get the point, get the ball back, maybe a good return, and get something going on right. offense. That was the best thing that would have happened. The Strand Young's previous play was out of bounds and stopped the clock. Munoz, his extra point try is up and good. So with 2.16 remaining, it is now Ridley 28, Marple Newtown 21. We'll keep it here. And you're right. Sometimes, in very rare cases, you go against the grain, Stephen Dennis, and it's best to let, not, not just say you let them score, but if they have to do it, you'd rather they not bleed all but 10, 15 seconds off the clock trying to go two, three yards at a time. More than enough time with a decent return for Marple Newtown to take it right back down the field. Yeah, I, I think we're due a good return, too. I think it would be nice to see one of these guys shake loose in some open field, but there's definitely enough time for us to get that touchdown, get those points back. I think that last play was a counter play. Looked like we just over-pursued a little bit, and that left a gaping hole on the right side. Right, and on the kickoff, all it takes is a misplayed footfall from a Ridley player, and Marble Newtown guys, they know this field best. So it's time to sort of hurry up, but do it cautiously. Make sure you have possession of the ball and, if you and a notice, good lane. If you notice, they move half up. They've been kicking short. 
Marbury Town sneaks Hoff up there. So we'll see if Ridley picks up on that right, to try to get him a return here. And if they outkick the, if Ridley out, happens to outkick the coverage and Hoff has a lane, the ball will be easily across midfield before Ridley has a chance to react. So the kick is on the way. It is a short squib kick towards the near sideline. And it rolls out of bounds just beyond the grasp of Tom Perpelia. They do. They see Hoff on that side. They're not going to kick it that side. So I guess they're content just kicking it out of bounds, which isn't bad. I mean, it's good field position to 35, but this offense still has to put something together because they need seven. That's a lot of respect to be showing a sophomore kicking the ball away from the entire game. Yeah, he's been having – he's due to break one, as you said. He's due to break one. And Ridley's been watching him on film. And there's a couple plays where – just a block away, a missed tackle away from uh, scoring a touchdown. Another excellent spot where they ruled the ball, in fact, went out of bounds. First and 10 at the 35-yard line from Marple Newtown. 2.16 to go, down 7. Ball spotted on the near sideline. They've got the handoff up the middle once again, across the 35, across the 40. Adrian Sapness once again. Number 21. Jazir Miner in on the tackle there, as well as number 81, Mike Cropper, the junior defensive end, and good first down run by Marple. Clock keeps ticking, and they had to get back to the line of scrimmage with haste. And here we go, second and five, 148 to go. Handoff is the half, he escapes a few men, dives across the 40, but only picks up a yard or two, depending on where they spot his knee. And there you have there is a sweet play. Tends to go outside and cut off, off your uh, guard. Penetration to backfield. Hoff saw it, and being a smart young player, he cuts it up and gets as many yards as he can. So good play there by Hoff. Clock continues to bleed away. 123, 122. I think you got to look for Cunningham here on a rollout. And we have Weathers under center. Rhodes, the lone wideout. Weathers rolls to There's the near sideline. The oh. Over the middle, it's Sapness. He appeared to have the football and then let it go. We'll see what happens. I think that's a catch. The officials are confirmed. They're going to say they had possession. Hey, we'll take it. It appeared Sapness caught the ball as he was turning around to run upfield, lost control of the football, but it did look like a catch. A reception by the offense that the ball fumbled out of bounds will continue to be Marple's ball first out. With another favorable spot and the most important thing, the clock stops with 68 seconds remaining. First and 10 at the 49. Ridley's loading up that box right now. Well, Ridley can smell it and so can Marple Newtown's offense. Rhodes split to the far side. Two-man backfield. Weathers, he's back. He's rolling off his back foot again for Rhodes. It is caught. It is caught on the far sideline, out of bounds at the 35-yard line of Ridley. Clock stops for the first down, but they're whistling it inbounds. Well, that's a little bit of a tough break from Apple Newtown, who calls timeout. And we'll be back with the dramatic final 60 seconds here. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. 
Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. 60 seconds remaining in the contest here at Harry Harvey Stadium. Ridley 28, Marple Newtown 21. Bob Herpin here with Steve Reynolds, Dennis Reardon, Dave DePasqua, and executive producer Jim Alsman. First and 10 from the 35-yard line after an excellent throw from Marcus Weathers and catch by Nick Rhodes. I think Marcus is a junior by now. (laughs) He certainly has earned quite a bit in this game alone. Weathers is back. He's rolling to the near side. He's under a rush. He has a man. Oh, Oh, he got it. Tipped and caught. Tipped and caught and going across the 25 to the 15 and out of bounds. It's A.J. Cunningham, a veteran play to keep his eye on that ball as it was tipped right in front of him. And in a game like this, you need breaks, and they get another break there. So it happens to be Cunningham once again. And and Marcus Weathers, I mean, it's so impressive. He's so poised back there. Pressure. He rolls out, stays cool, finds his man there. And Marper Newtown's in good position here. A gain of 17, first and 10 from the 18, 54.5 to go. Rhodes split to the near side this time. Weathers back. He's rolling. He's under a rush. He's being hit, and he's being plowed under at the 25. 39 and 33. He's sacked there. Evan Murphy in on the sack. So Marvin Newton luckily had another timeout. I believe it's their last one. They're going to burn it. That time after he faked the ball to the back, as he turned around, someone on Ridley had shot through the gap there, and he turned around right into the defender. The last couple of plays, that defender was picked up at the last second by like a pulling guard in there. There's miscommunication, a misassignment, and can result in a loss of yardage here for the Tigers. Now, gentlemen, I've been away a little bit. I don't want to be like Donovan McNabb in Cincinnati those years ago. Suppose Marple Newtown ties this game. Where do we go from here? Overtime. We've been there before, right, Steve? Strathaven yeah. this year. And that play, that previous play uh, a couple plays ago to Rhodes reminds me of that huge catch he made down there on a fourth down. Um, on the same sideline, just going the opposite way. And on that, I remember that game, they converted three fourth downs. So here you have second and 18. Coach Jones is calling two plays right here, depending on what they get. If they get a first down, you can get up on the ball, spike it. If you don't get a first down, uh, you're probably not going to want to spike it and go to fourth down. So you have to get on the ball. So two plays are being called right here. Bob, similar to the college, it's you, you get the ball at a spot. I think it's the 10 in the high school level. Each team will get it at that spot, and they would get a shot to punch it in. I have yet to be fortunate enough to have attended or called a high school football game anywhere in the PIAA, which has an overtime, so I will be looking forward to it. Of course, that would mean Marple Newtown would score here. As Weathers is back, he throws complete to Rhodes. He shakes off a tackle, uh, dives across the 20 still. Are they ruling he's out of bounds? Out of bounds. Good. Fortuitous call. Great job by Rhodes. Great route run by him, and way to go out of bounds. Uh, you know, fight for extra yards, but also go out of bounds. So using all of that six foot one frame to stretch out, Mar- those two extra yards. It's not. 
Right, so it's going to be third and 11 here. Okay, so we'll look for something in the air here. 38.1 seconds to go. Nice adjustment there on the drop back. They didn't fake a handoff. It was a straight drop back. That way Weathers had his eyes on the blitz the whole time. Re, sorry, Rhodes to the near side. Hoff to the near side. In motion. Weathers is back. He throws it. Oh. Oh, A.J. Cunningham, he was wide open at the 15. Nobody in front of him, and he just dropped it. And Not horrible. He catched that. He could be tackled. That's 10, 12 seconds. They're going to run off the clock here. You can't spike it. Uh, but this is huge. This is the ball game right here. And the young man knew it. A Tough middle. catch there, too. You know, I mean, Cunningham, he could have had it, and he'd be the first to tell you that. But it was a little behind him. His body got twisted around a little bit, I think. He'd like to have it back. But oh, yeah. I would watch. You had Hoff open behind on the deep, on the second level. Maybe that will be available this time. Noah Turner checks out of the game. Rhodes and Rosbro on the near side. Hoff is in motion. Sapness in the backfield. Weathers takes the snap. Blitz, He's rolling blitz. out. It's coming. The ball is loose. The ball is out. Really picks it up and returns it across the 35 to the 38. And I hate to say, I saw it coming from a mile away. That was 81, Mike Cropper. Almost untouched, unabated to the quarterback, and picked up the ball. And it's the same time, same thing that happened to him in the first half where he, he got hit pretty hard and was slow to get up there. But I, right before the play, I saw the guy was off the edge and no one picked him up there. And, you know, it's the, uh, it's the ball game. Frustrating way. For Marple Newtown's, what we presume their final possession of the contest to end, 26.3 seconds. Victory formation for Ridley, pretty much. One man deep in the backfield, Sean Hackett, number 34. Wright will take a knee. And that, for all intents and purposes, will do it as the clock will bleed away. Got to give all the credit to Marple Newtown there for fighting their hearts out. These seniors, last time on this field, and they played a, a tough Ridley team really well. And, you know, they got to keep their heads up here and get ready for next week. So there you have it. The gun sounds. The final score, Ridley 28, Marple Newtown 21. Heartbreaking, disheartening loss here in the final seconds for the Tigers in their last home game. We'll take a short break and we'll be back for the wrap-up. And goodbyes, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.
And we are back at a dispirited right. Harry Harvey Stadium. The final home contest of the 2013 season finds the Marple Newtown Tigers having fallen to the Ridley Raiders by a final score of 28-21. to They took it right down to the end, Steve Reynolds. But just a simple twist of fate and a man coming from the blind side and Ridley was able to lock it up. Yeah, and, you know, it was a great game uh, by the Marble Newtown Tigers, the senior class, and uh, great performance by the sophomore Marcus Weathers, his first varsity start. Many more to come here, but uh, they got to keep their heads up, as I say, get ready for next week. Um, and it was just, a, you know, after going down early, they, they fought, they fought, they fought, and uh, just came up short. And trying to send over to Dennis Reardon just to give us what, you know, what he thought, what he came away with this game. Well, one of the things I wanted to comment on, guys, is I really think that the experience here at the Marble Newtown football games this year has been the best since I've been here and when I say that I mean the work you guys do obviously here in the booth but this year we slid the band down a little bit our student section's been packed our cheerleaders you have a new coach down there Corinne Vyshevsky doing a great job there our kids are really interacting well amongst the band the cheerleaders the team the student section and it's really made it uh, just a fun experience the kids have been dressed in blackouts whiteouts orange outs unfortunately with the weather tonight, the crowd was a little smaller, but you could hear the enthusiasm. In the first quarter, the band was down there in torrential rain with about 12 kids as the game just started, and they were rocking and rolling. They were really into the game. And a lot of that credit goes to Mr. Massimo, who really does a great job, and just the students of Marble Newtown High School. Our student council this year, the ownership they have taken in their school, it's been a unique thing to see, and I think there is more pride here at this school this year than any time since I've been here. Well, Dennis, uh, before before you go, you were mentioning off air in between quarters that this game really was one of a handful of plays, four or five specific plays that could have turned the game into a, basically a blowout for Marple Newtown had they had they gone their way. I mean, you look back and you can't take them back, but the opening kickoff right away to get down seven nothing against a team like Ridley when you know you're going to have to keep those big plays to a minimum. Yet, if I would have told you after the first 15 seconds of the game, we'd be 21-21 with the ball inside of the Ridley territory with five minutes to go in the game, you would have signed on for that right then and there. So I think, you know, you would comment, Bob, how much this loss hurts. The reason it hurts is because the kids put every ounce of their being out there on the field tonight and it's supposed to hurt when you lose right. and you give that kind of effort that was more than evident throughout the entire contest and you're right uh as both of you said it's yeah they put so much time in this around the practice this week and you know these guys are working hard they're so motivated they've come such a long way since week one since beginning a training camp mini camps they've came so long i'm so proud of these guys all these 16 seniors um who last time on this field they gave Ridley, all they had, and they got to be, they got to, you know, it's hard to be proud, but they have to be proud with keep their heads up and get back to work tomorrow as they're going to go in and watch some film and just continue to get better. Hey, let me thank you guys. I got to run here and kind of tidy some things up, but I want to thank Jim and Dave, Bob for filling in tonight, and Steve for the job you do. I really appreciate what you guys do for Marple Newtown High School. We're, we're very fortunate to have you. Well, thank you. It's, appreciate it. it. it thank great, you it was very great much. To be back tonight. So there you have it. Marble Newtown now two and five, two and four in the Central League. Pending the result of Strathaven's contest, they may drop further down into ninth place in the Central. Ridley improving to four and three overall, three and three in the Central League. So once again, final score Ridley twenty eight, Marple Newtown twenty one. The Marple Newtown Tigers will complete this season 
with three games on the road at Pencrest, at Springfield, and at Lower Marion. And next week, the Tigers Radio Network will be on the road at Pencrest High School in media for a 7 p.m. kickoff Friday, October 13th, when the Tigers take on the Lions. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2013 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts over the years on marplenewtownfootball.com. And, of course, if you followed this far, you can follow along on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. So, for executive producer Jim Allsman, assistant principal and athletic director Dennis Reardon, head football coach Ray Junta, game clock operator Frank Rufo, statistician Dave DePasqua, color commentator and engineer and all-around great guy Steve the Franchise Reynolds, this is Bob Herpin signing off for the evening. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream, and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, the Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com, on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball, and on Twitter at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! Go Tigers!